Israelites were in bondage for how many years? For 400 years. Everybody say 400. 400 years they were in bondage. Okay. There's something why I, I don't know why God is taking me here. But I do want to share this. And, and after that again we are going to pray. For 400 years. Um, they were slaves. 400 years. After 400 year, they started to cry out to God. I want to ask you all a question. Why did not they cry earlier? Imagine Israelites in Egypt. They're in their camp, in their setting. Maybe there's a young teenager or a young kid. Somebody asks him, hey, how is your family? Maybe you'll just say, why are you asking me like this? My father was a slave. If you ask that father, he will say, my family was also in slavery. I don't know. Because I'm talking about 400 years. A chain reaction. One generation to another generation to the other generation to the other generation. They have lived there. They have died there. They have been buried there. Their fathers have lived there. Their parents have lived there. Their cousins have lived there. Everybody is living in the same camp of the Israelites for 400 years under the rule of an Egyptian pharaoh. And they were in bondage. But the Bible says they never cried out to God for 400 years. What is it about human beings, about us, that we won't cry out to God before things become intolerable? Are you enjoying this tonight? Or is it too hard on us? Okay. Why is that? We wait until something becomes intolerable in our life. And only then we will say, now I want to fight it back. It's a little, little things. I, don't, I won't stand up for it. I'm okay with it. You know, 400 years, they're shackled. They're in bondage. But they were okay with it. 400 years. People of God. You know why I'm saying this? It doesn't look normal. Can, can, you, can you see this? Yes. 400 years they got comfortable in their bondage. I know it's a very hard word to say it. But it looks like they got comfortable being bound. And the question is. The question is. Why did God not interfere? Hey, I want you to talk to me. I'll be done soon. Okay. Why did God not interfere? God was waiting on them to call upon him. And they did not call upon him. They didn't groan to him like the way they groaned at the 400th year. Until then, they were comfortable with their bondage. Only when it became 400th year, then they said, oh, this is too much. I can't take this anymore. Now, God, where are you? Help us. And they start crying out to you. And that is what the Bible says. When they cried out, in their slavery and cried out for help, 
their cry for rescue from slavery came up to God. But it took 400 years for them to cry in the way they cried. What is it about us that when, that's what I'm talking about, spiritual foresight, right? You see one thing going wrong in your life. Aha! Why don't you start crying out to God then and there? Why do you have to wait until everything goes south and everything is being destroyed? Everything is being buried and then you wake up and say, oh God, what's happening in my life? No, 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 no. People of God, we don't have the time in the world like that to do. You got to say, this is not going right. That is not going right. Something is hindering in my life somewhere and I don't want to tolerate it anymore. I want to rise up right now. Come on, somebody. Am I talking to somebody? Because we got to become a people who will say, I cannot tolerate any more slavery nor bondage in my life. I have to rise up. Listen, nobody else is going to rise up for you unless you rise up for yourself. I, this is a hard truth. Tell you and the husband and wife, tell yourself, nobody is going to take initiative for you unless you take it. Hey, you're not telling to each other. Even on Zoom, please tell yourselves or tell yourselves or tell anybody in the room. Because there is something about God. I want you to see some a nature of God in this instance. God will be comfortable with your bondage until you're comfortable with it. You can say, Jesus loves me. Jesus died for me. But the same Jesus will not move a muscle until you want him to move for you. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Until you want to say, Lord. That's why the Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. But why don't you call upon him? Why don't you cry upon him? Oh, I'm too comfortable. I, I'm okay with this, this small little devil in this side of my life. I'm okay. I'm having coffee with him. But only when he poisons my own food, I'm going to say, stop devil. And he's like, I already did it. Hey, no, 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 no. We are not going to allow that to happen. We got to say, God, I shall not tolerate the enemy like I tolerated him in 2021. Because 2022, I shall have my help from the Lord. I shall have spiritual foresight. And I shall no more belong in the camps of bondage. I am going to go free in 2022. In the mighty name of Jesus. See, there is something about God. He wants you to cry out to him. Not to your neighbor. Not, not where the help cannot come from. Cry out to him because he has. I have news for you tonight. You're here by divine assignment. Because God is telling you. He, have a, he has a specialized help made, tailor made for you. And that package is waiting for you from heaven. And it's only going to be released if you cry out to him. Because I want to, I have news for you. No matter how long that bondage has been, no matter if even if it's been 400 years, none of you are alive for 400 years, right? Let's say 100, no, <laughs> that's not true. No matter how long the bondage has been, I have a word for you from the Lord and I mean it when I say it. 2022, God wants to break certain things which have become normal for you. Because he got to bring you to the real normal, which is you being in breakthrough. Ah, Your real normal in 2022 is going to be full of finances, no pain, no Come on somebody, no pain, no regret, no failure, full of success. Because he, the one who's called you is faithful. Will you call upon him? Kalabasi Korianta. 
Because you see something happens when you groan before the Lord. The Bible says God remembered his covenant. Ah, 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 ah. Because when you cry out to God, God says, I will remember the promises I've given them. Something about this God. He is not going to take things seriously until you get serious about your life with him. You got to take things seriously and say, God, remember the covenant. You know what something? I felt this even this morning. I felt like God was telling them every time I'm looking at these Israelites to help them. They are only dealing with their neighbors, everybody, and with everyone, just as they are slaves. They're not looking anything different than that. But you know what, how God looked at them? You want to see this? This is powerful. I said it's a short meeting and we will finish on time. Look at this. In verse 24 and 25, it astonishes me how God looked at them. And God heard their groaning. And God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. Okay? Now watch this. Verse 25. God saw the people of Israel and knew. God saw the people of Israel and knew. God wanted them to come before him as not as the slaves of Egypt. Hear me, please. Please don't miss this. God did not want his people to approach him. You watching me? God, God Almighty did not want his own people to approach him as slaves. He wanted to approach him as his people. Tonight, I'm, I'm coming here to bring a shift in your spirit. When you approach God, you should approach him not as a slave anymore. You shall approach him as his son, as his daughter. Because that is when God said, I will answer you. Because now, you're coming to me as the son of Abraham, son of Isaac, and son of Jacob. When God begins to relate to you from his spiritual DNA, he will say, okay, now let's have a conversation. Here, here in Egypt, they're all saying, you're a slave, I'm a slave, you're a slave, I'm a slave. But when somebody says, hey, wait a minute, I am a descendant of Abraham. Ooh, God says, my goodness, somebody finally knows who they are and I have to respond to them. Come on, I want to, you to tell your neighbor and to tell yourself, I am not what the world says I am. I am who God says I am. I am a descendant of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob is my God. The God of Jesus, the Father of Jesus is my God. Then God, the Holy Spirit will say, Kaha, now let's, let's, now, now let's talk. Now let's talk. Before you went into talk as you're a slave, I'm a slave, your father was a slave, my father was a slave, he died there, this happened there, okay, no, 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 no. When you say, am I talking too fast? When you say, when you say, no, I know who I am and what is in the depth of my DNA, in the root of my DNA, I am not a slave. In the depths of my DNA, I have the DNA of the father Abraham. Oof. I have the DNA of Joseph. I have the DNA of Jacob. I have the DNA of Israel. 
the one who wrestled with God and who got renamed as Jacob to Israel. That is the favor that is in the root of my DNA. When you cry out, hear me, please look at me. When you cry out to God from that depth, God says, now, who will stop them? Now, who will stop them? Can Pharaoh stop them? No. Because they tapped into their spiritual DNA.